Hi, friends. You're listening to the Living Centered Podcast. My name is Gordon Collier, Spiritual Director in Richmond, Virginia. Welcome back. Today, I want to take some time to look at uh, Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, which is a letter from Jesus directed to a particular church. And this church that I'm going to look at is the church at Ephesus. Um, now, there there is a New Testament record of this church uh, at Ephesus. Ephesus was a very large church. The New Testament re- record of the church at Ephesus, which is about 20 total chapters, spans, spans excuse me, more than 40 years, uh, 52 to 95 AD. Uh, Luke, who of course wrote a gospel, includes uh, three sections on it in his book in Acts. Paul wrote a general cyclical letter to the Ephesians church network and two letters to a young pastor named Timothy uh, serving there. And Jesus himself encouraged and warned the Christians at Ephesus in the vision John, the apostle John, records in the book of Revelation, which we're going to be looking at today. Quick history. uh, The beginning of the church basically starts up in Acts chapter 18, verses 1 through 28. If you want to go take a look at that, it's Paul, Priscilla, and Aquila, and Apollos. Um, They all get together, and they are building this church from scratch. Jump to Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 41. The church is growing despite a major conflict that's occurring. And then we jump three months later to Acts chapter 20, uh, verses 17 through 38. Paul is leaving, and he is installing a new leadership there. And then fast forward to the letter to the Ephesians, which takes place about 61 AD. Some Uh, people dispute that this letter was actually for the Ephesian church specifically, but John Stott, um, a commentator, has analyzed these arguments and has concluded that, quote-unquote, the mystery remains unsolved. Now, most people attribute that, obviously, this was written by Paul, um, but they're not quite sure if it was actually for this particular church. Was it also intended for some of the other churches that were inland from the Ephesians church, which happened to be a port city? Another commentator named F.F. Bruce believed that um, Ephesus is probably the mother church to the seven churches of Asia of the Lycus Valley, uh, which included Colossae, Aeropolis, and Laodicea. Uh, And then we also have a few years later, First and Second Timothy, Paul is giving guidance uh, to Timothy for some pastoral leadership and spiritual formation of disciples for Jesus. And then we have this next letter, which is actually inside another letter, Revelation. And it's chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Let me read that. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil, but have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not, and found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my namesake, and you have not grown weary. But I have this against you that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. Yet this you have, 
you hate the work of Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Have you ever had a first love? I have uh, back in the early 90s, and um, I lost that first love. And what's interesting to note about those types of situations is that over time, you lose that sense of feeling, that emotional connection. You lose it over time. It just sort of disappears. You lose interest. You move on. Maybe, maybe you're married, your husband or your wife, and maybe you've been married for a long time. You just sort of lost that spark, right? It's been a number of years. Perhaps you have kids, lots of distractions, all kinds of things taking up your time, and you've just lost, I don't know, the spark, the zing. You know what I'm talking about. That's hard. It's hard to be in that kind of place. It's hard to feel like you have lost a little bit of a spark. But sometimes you may not have even noticed it. You're just kind of going about your life and you just haven't even noticed that you've lost it. And I think that's what Jesus is getting at here with the Ephesians. He's revealing himself in this. How does Jesus introduce himself in, you know, to the Ephesians here? Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me. And on turning, I saw seven golden lampstands and in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man. In his right hand, he held seven stars. As for the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand, in the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Revelation chapter 1, verses 12, 16, and 20. This is who he is. He is, he is the Lord of glory, and he is standing in the midst of, of, the, of the church. He is holding them in his hand, right? He is revealing who he is. And it's important that the church understands who he is, that he is walking among them. He knows what's going on. He sees them. He knows them. And Jesus is calling them to reflect back on the ways that they are like him and the ways that he reflects the glory and the way that they reflect the glory of Christ. And you can go check that out, verses 3 and 6. And then there's a call to repentance, and Jesus is calling them to repent in verses four through five. He's identifying the need for repentance and reformation in his church, and love is so incredibly important. And they, they have abandoned this love. Learning the spiritual art of reasoning from the love of Jesus Christ in our relationships uh, is so deeply important. There's a song called uh, My Song is Love um, by a guy named uh, Samuel Crossman, I believe, from 1664. My song is love unknown, my Savior's love to me, love to the loveless shown that they might lovely be. Oh, who am I? That for my sake, my Lord should take frail flesh and die. So for reflection this morning, you know, as you think about the coming day, the coming weeks, notice when you are running out of love. When are you just running out of love? When are you beginning to forget you're not paying attention to the presence of Jesus in your life? What is your experience of God? 
today? Where is he at work? Where did you notice where you have become loveless? And why did you fail? Why did you fail to love? Maybe it was failing uh, your significant other, your children, your neighbor, somebody at work, Jesus, perhaps. And lastly, how is Jesus inviting you to respond to this particular loveness, lovelessness? There's a great song called He Is Among Us. Uh, it was written by Andy Piercy, Isaac Waddell, uh, John Swinton, Orlando Palmer, and Paul Zach. Um, and it goes like this. You'll find me with the broken and the weak and the spaces in between. You'll hear my voice cry out with those who weep only if you're listening. Whatever you do for the least of these, you do it unto me. Whatever you do for the least of these, you do it unto me. You'll find me with the ones without a voice, the forgotten and ignored. My blessing is on those who love the poor. Will you open up the door? Hallelujah. He is among us. My friends, I wish you well today and pay attention to the presence of Jesus Christ in your life as you follow him. Have a great day.